Last time on Stab. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Early this morning, I stole a car. As soon as you pull out, there is a police car checking the license plate, and you can see him calling it in. I have since stolen another car. That was me! In the process of stealing the first car, I and my friends killed five creatures of the night. I see. And does your hunt also require the two, shall we say, reality deviants that accompanied you? They are assigned to me, but convenient allies at the moment. I'm a fucking werewolf. My gender does not exist. Before this trip, I hunted ghosts and possessed things, and half the time I made that up. I'm dressed in civvies right now, but I brought my suit for when it suits me to be seen. <laughs> He's absent-minded, but I also really don't remember why we were in Mexico City. <laughs> this vampire-werewolf hybrid comes out, uses telekinesis to drain them of their blood and store that blood in barrels. And then we were called in to investigate. <laughs> None of us read or speak Spanish. This was terrible oversight by the people that sent us here. I'm trying to find a clip of Arnold Schwarzenegger speaking Spanish. A bunch of not-human things died over there. I immediately uh, draw my Glock and step out of the confessional. That man is invincible. Do I smell anything that would maybe indicate Naughty Boy that I need to run after and try to rip apart with my teeth? The amount of time from explosion to helicopter was not as long as it should have been. I purposely disabled the helicopter. I did not mean to purposely goop the guy into my pocket. It wasn't law enforcement though, it was men in black. Exactly. That's why they had to die. Started with noise and ended with guns. Oh, damn. What the fuck did we just do? Cody, I'm taking it super easy on you because you should be having increased difficulty casting with Jason around because they are their own little reality zones because they have their like super strong beliefs. So I'm not enforcing that on you, but just know that like it could have been a lot harder to cast. Oh, I mean, if you want to enforce that, that's fine. Just realized Afraid of Paradox for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Y'all were get going downstairs to get changed because you can't be recognized now, concerning the fact that you have openly shot at, you know, terrorists or people who they, they assume are terrorists. Uh, yeah, by the way, in general, that's the dude you're looking for. Oh, this is the hybrid? You know that before this guy became a hybrid, he was in a hair metal band. He's probably still in a hair metal band. Now, it's it's important to note, he was in a, like a C-rank hair metal band. <laughs> and so like this whole hybrid werewolf thing and the gathering of blood, that's just until the band makes it. And we're going to make it. Like, one or two more big gigs, a battle of the bands, you know, starting for, like, another really big band. It's, it's coming. It's like 2020 now. He's, he's had, like, like, 50 years to practice or whatever. I'm not good. At, I did not do math there. 40 years. He did 40 years of practice. Lestat and being able to, to sing just like Lestat. I will not make fun of him anymore. Um, but yeah, I Jerry found like basically the same clothes he was wearing, just different colors, and and like one of those touristy floppy hats. 
He thought that would help hide his face wow. a little bit better. Really cool, 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 cool. Val is probably just going to find some more like jeans and in... it's October. What is the weather like in Mexico? In Mexico? In Mexico. Uh... Okay, so warm and bulky. So yeah, she's probably in like a short sleeve t-shirt. Cool jeans. She kept her boots, though. She did not switch out her boots. She loves her boots. I do want to point out this is right after I parkoured off a off falling helicopter onto the roof to join you guys. Yes, it, it is. Uh, I think we could also, uh, once we had gotten, gotten dressed and changed uh, and stolen a new car, uh, Gabriel would have decided it's lunchtime. Because this is about, like, noon now, right? Uh, it's actually past noon. It's probably about one thirty now. Okay, let's find some tacos. Things are still pretty darn hectic, man. If we stole a new car, Jerry's just like bawling in the back seat. Jerry was crying like as he picked out new clothes and stuff. Like he is not mentally prepared for this situation. Clearly. <laughs> Hold on. I thought that you all already stole a new car. We stole a new car at Walmart. We had a new car, and then the church blew up. Oh. <laughs> so you need another new car. Got it. To be fair, it's like a 50-50 chance we dropped a helicopter on our car. You know what? That's very true. <laughs> oh, uh, before, we, before we leave the scene, the helicopter I shot down probably crashed closer to us, right? Yours blew up in midair. Yeah, like I, I blew the tail off of my helicopter. Yeah. And it came like... Straight down on us. Well, it crashed into the other one, I thought. Oh, okay. So they they should both be there? Yes. Um, Before we go, I am going to see if I can find any identifying information on any of the bodies and or uh, anything that will lead me to who these people were. Uh... Give me a perception roll. Difficulty eight, because they're they're pretty much like smoldering bodies right now. Shit. No successes. You know that... For sure, they're not cartel members, and you know for sure that they're not U.S. government. And it seems fine. After gently patting uh, Jerry's back, just sort of like, are you okay, bud? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hold up my old pants and be like, you ever goop a man? I, I did this. And I'm just going to like gingerly take them and be like, we should bury him. We should bury him. We'll do that. We'll do that. You just change. I pull out my lighter and I toss it to Val. You should take care of that. Yeah, I'm going to take care of this. By the way, shooty guy. Uh, it smelled like him. Sort of uh, magic-y. Magic-y. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> Probably smelled like me because I killed him. Do I know anything about... Well, they had helicopters and shit. Do I know anything about organized groups of mac- magic users in Mexico City. I would think so. Like, being a hunter, you're more like, uh, you know, werewolves. If yeah. You control vampires. You run into the occasional witch or, you know, cult of ecstasy that goes a little too far, but... You're, you're still an abomination, but, you know, you're on the bottom of the to-do list. And, and let's be fair. They, they say the Hunter books, if I'm not mistaken, that they can be considered allies sometimes. People like Morgana Le Fay, yeah, you'd kill. Yeah. Jerry, Jerry is literally just doing parlor tricks, so, you know, whatever. Yeah. Man, we, we just, we were not meant to be partners, buddy. It's worked out so far, though. <laughs> yeah, it's been all right.
Uh, at this point, Val has sort of stepped around, I guess, like maybe some crumbled wall into an alley off where I guess people are losing their shit. Set fire okay. to the pants. Oh, do you really set fire to the pants on purpose? But it has a goopy human in it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Cody, I, I really need you to make a intelligence roll at the moment and don't botch. How flammable is human goop? Oh, it has something. I don't want to know. <laughs> Tyler Durden made candles. Remember that. Hey, a 616. So you got one success? Yeah. Awesome. It's not very loud, but somewhere in the back of your psyche, you absolutely hear someone crying out, Help me! No, he was alive! <laughs> Meanwhile, Val just has, like, hands in her pocket, whistling. This is what I'm talking about, accidental murder. This absolutely was not her fault. Uh, I'll come out to the alley, see the uh, pile of fire, and nod over at you. Got my lighter. Guys, my head hurts. Ah, uh, you just need a smoke. Here. And I pop out a cigarette from the pack. I can still hear him screaming. <laughs> Yeah, you, you actually can hear him screaming. You all too can't. But Cody totally can. It's it's over. It's just ringing. It's ringing in my head. Like, does it ever go away? It'll go away. You'll get it. I'm never going away. <laughs> it's going to be a goopy, goopy ghost. You've got what two in spirit, right? after you turned me into a goop. You have one in spirit. Okay. Well, that's that's why you're hearing him. Oh my god, you're right. I can <laughs> Man, it seemed like a good idea at the time, didn't it, Cody? This was like an all-encompassing phrase for this, but I did I did write down can sense spooky shit. Yep. <laughs> That'll do it. Mal's gonna look at you and say, would it help if we put salt on it? No, I don't <laughs> Maybe. I don't know anymore. I... Oh, man. I'm pretty sure, like, that guy's just haunting me. And it's fine. You know what? I deserve it. I murdered that man with, <laughs> with magic. I deserve this. Wait, wasn't this, like, the pilot? It was. It wasn't. I gooped the pilot. Well, then he was a bad guy. How do we know that? How do, we, how do you know that? We didn't talk to these guys. I just kind of dumped some of the trash on top of the pants so the rest of the trash catch a fire. And knock over the trash can so that it looks like it was a trash can fire that got knocked over. And uh, like, all right, let's head out. My job here is done. What, are we just going to steal another car and go murder a whole other group of people? Yeah, that'll work for me. Of course it will. Of course it will for you. I point out a, a car on the side of the <laughs> The uh, authorities are still looking for people to uh, question in, in conjunction with the, the two helicopters being blown up. You know, that takes some heavy artillery. <laughs> What heavy artillery? I've got a business case here right. for my telescope <laughs> that I am trying to sell door to door. From one church to the next, I'm going to help them prove that the sun is not the center of the universe. All right, I think we need to steal a car and we need to, we need to leave the scene. Yeah, and uh, about how long have you all been there? Mm. We blew up the helicopters, changed clothes... Lit the pants on fire. Now we're looking for the car. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, 15 right. minutes. 
I mean, like, we didn't shop around for clothes, so I feel like we just would have grabbed like, right. the first things that... Whatever fits, yeah. 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 Which... <laughs> they saw the cat. <laughs> I'm just thinking perfectly timed screams. What just happened? They're seeing your ghost haunting you, Cody. I know, they see the, they see the pilot. They... <laughs> like, what the fuck is that goopy thing? All right, so you find another car. That's the plan. Yep. Give me a second, because apparently there's a site. You have a car ready for it. Random cars. All right, let's generate a number of cars. Okay, so you have your pick of a 2003 Chevrolet Blazer. A, I don't even know what this is, 2004 UD, uh, Mazda 5, 2007, and a, uh, you have a Ford Explorer 2005. Uh, I guess we go with the Chevy Blazer. That's my vote. I don't. I don't care what. I don't care what car we take. That's fine. So, uh, are you using your magic? Pick that one. After murdering this guy and the ghost is following me, Jerry holds up the key, looks at it, tries to put it in the lock, and then pulls it out and just looks at Val and Gabriel, and he's like, "His key's not working." And I figure something out. I guess. I. Draw my Glock. Okay, hold on. Because as Jerry is, like, putting his key in and pulling it out, a police officer kind of walks up. It's I like, do not draw my Glock. He's <laughs> like, sir, can I help you with your car? Is there a problem? <laughs> I, I turn to the cop. Yeah, my, uh, my dumb brother-in-law here locked the keys in the car. And so now we can't get it open. This was the wrong spare. I thought it was. I thought it was the right one. It's your house key, man. Look at it close. How much have you had to? Do? We had two tequilas at lunch. Then why am I driving? You're not. <laughs> wow. I apologize, <laughs> officer. As you can see, we have our hands full. Is there any way you can help us get into our car? Give me some manipulation. Three sevens, a ten, and a six. Wow. I got two successes. Just like, yeah, sure, I can help you out. I'm sure that you have the, the required paperwork and everything once you get in the car, right? Of course, it's right in the glove box. Okay, cool. So he goes back to his car, pulls out a Jimmy, or a shimmy. Yeah, he pulls out a guy named Jimmy. He's like, Jimmy, go yeah, to the exactly. car. <laughs> yes. Starts trying to open up the, the door. Yeah, he opens it, no problem. The officer is alone? Yes. As soon as the door pops from behind, Gabriel takes the butt of the knife that he has pulled and rams it into the back of his skull. All right, just give me the attack roll. Let's see what happens. Here. A seven, eight, and a nine. Okay, quick question. Do you cleave him? No. Oh, God, no. I'm not using cleave for this. <laughs> I'm not trying to kill the man. I'm just trying to knock his ass out. I wasn't stabbing. How many successes did you get? Three. <laughs> you miss. I miss. He rolled. Get this. Three tens. Whoa. He's Spider-Man. <laughs> he saw your reflection in the window. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to have to murder a cop now. <laughs> Hopefully it's escalated quickly. Can I try to punch the cop? 
Yeah, you can. Maybe we can avoid fucking gut him. I'm in my human form. All right, I guess we're in initiative, so go ahead and roll initiative. All right, so am I up first? Yep. All right, I am going to, again, aiming to do non-lethal damage. So I'm going to flip my grip on the knife and literally try to punch him. Oh, damn. This guy is like super cop. He dodged that hard. (laughs) Natalie hit hard. I'll spend an extra rage. To do a, a double punch. So how that works is you go through your turn, and then it finishes the end of the round, and then you take your next action. So yeah, go ahead and try and try and hit Supercop Spider-Man. I guess he's Spider-Man's dad, right? From Miles Morales. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Three successes. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, no. He web shoots you and you stick to the car. Yeah, he goes like hardcore acrobatic and just. Dodges everything. Jesus Christ. It's insane. Like, he's got four decks. <laughs> like, that's, that, that's all I'm, I'm rolling. How is he still a beat cop? This is the guy that's a beat cop because he's made it to detective three times and fucked up beating <laughs> somebody up and been busted down in rank. Maybe he's Jackie Chan. It is the cop's turn, and he's gonna kind of. Why y'all attacking me like this? This is unnecessary. And he starts to whip out his pistol. I really don't want to have to use this. So are y'all just gonna surrender? Huh? I don't want you to either. We're trying really hard to make you not use it. Uh, I'm sorry. He's not gonna whip out his gun. He's just gonna whip out the nightstick, I guess. <laughs> Again, Dick Grayson. <laughs> exactly. We're like. So, uh, he's gonna try and attack you, Jason. Okay. So give me a dodge roll. Dodge. That's definitely something I put points in. Um, uh, So it's dex and dodge, right? Yep, dex plus dodge. I don't even have a dodge. Werewolf, don't dodge. God damn it. I have one success for the dodge. And it's not enough, is it? What did he roll? Four tits. Dude. (laughs) No, what is this roller that you're using? So I ended up being able to roll eight dice. All right, so how much does he hit me for? (laughs) Well, considering that he used a willpower to automatically hit, so that would be four additional successes plus strength, so that would be eight d10. I forgot you could do that. All right, Jason, that is... One, two, three, four, five. Five bash into you. So I'm mauled. <laughs> At the moment, yes. Cody, you're up. Look, man, I don't know what they're what they were going for there. Um, I, I um, was just trying to get into my car. Thank you for opening that door, by the way. I'm very confused right now, as I am sure you are as well. Uh. In the process of seeing this dude, like, flipping around and, like, basically murdering Gabriel, I think for the second I will get over my, like, fear of using magic. Like, seeing Gabriel get this shit smashed out of him (laughs) is probably enough to be like, ooh, I think I need to help. I think I need to help, and there's only one way I can do this. I am going to 
used some mind magic and tried to project an emotion onto this guy. Okay. <laughs> Roll me your air tape with your mind. I was trying to decide what to project onto him, though. Because I don't want to project fear, because fear will make him pull out his gun and just start shooting people. Sleep! I, that's not an emotion. Sleep! Sleep is not an emotion. It is to me. I, I guess, I, like, the like a feeling of being at peace, like, just, there's nothing wrong. Like, yeah, like, there's nothing going on here. We're cool. Everyone's fine. We're cool. You're cool. I'm cool. How close are you to... We're all cool. How close are you to Jason? Jason's character, Gabriel. I mean, I was the one that who tried to put the key in the door, and I don't know how far, like, I would have backed up when the cop was, like, trying to shimmy the door open. I mean... I knew what I was going to do to the cop. I was probably pushing you back in addition to, like, during our interaction, cool. letting my drunk brother be, like, pushed a little bit away. I definitely have to be behind both of them because they, like, tried to just swing at this guy as I was like, nope. Yeah. All right, so... I feel like you're at least 10 feet away. Your uh, difficulty is going to be eight. Mexico is going through a bunch of crazy stuff at the moment, and you're within striking range of a hunter fuck man this is not gonna go good guys oh this is going great three successes three successes odds are evens evens so you actually succeed in trying to implant this tranquility <laughs> unfortunately that other paradox that you have fires off oh my god i goop this man too <laughs> i'm never using magic again I'm sorry. I'm having trouble keeping a straight face. Um, suddenly, he just stops moving and speaking entirely. And just drops dead to the floor. I killed him? Yeah, you gave him a brain aneurysm, man. Did he become so tranquil and he died? I made him t feel too at peace. He was like, cool, I'm out. <laughs> My work is done here. You can go to heaven. The good news is I have used up all of the paradox I've gained. All right. All right. Jerry's fine. Natalie, you're up. So I think Val is going to bend over and do a medicine check on our dear friend Gabriel, who is unconscious. No, no. I'm literally just, I'm down on a knee, and I'm, I'm that level of hurt where I'm going to brush the blood off of my nose and be like, Oh yeah! <laughs> in time, you can see that my my arm is out of socket when I do that, and so I wince doing it. Okay, now Bell is going to grab Jerry's arm and sort of like usher him into the backseat of the blazer. Just be like, okay, you in door close. As soon as the door closes, Jerry just breaks the fuck down. All you hear is. And she's gonna look at Gabe and say, "You arm," and she's gonna try to like brace so that you can pop your arm back into place. I'm gonna give her my arm, and I'm going to use her as the brace, and I'm literally just going to push my arm back into socket. Before I get up, I'm gonna take that same arm, twist it a little bit, and then I'm gonna lift the handcuffs and keys off of the cop. Before we get in the car, damn! Like I, I should have had him instead of beat the smack out of you. I should have had him call for backup. In all fairness, though, he was a superhero. All right, I'm gonna 
limp my way into the passenger seat, and I'm gonna tell Val check the visor real quick. Okay, I'm gonna slide into the driver's seat and pop the yeah visor down. Is there a key? Yep, keys there. Sweet. All right, so we get in the car, and I say which direction am I going? Um. When we get into the, the car, I'm going to tell about once I see that she's got the keys, I'm just going to tell her, head south. This is outskirts of the city. I'm, I'm going to take a nap. Jerry, while he's coming down, he's just going to, like, I don't think I was ready for this trip. I know you guys normally look to me to be the level-headed person of the group, but I was not ready to kill, like, people i thought we were going after vampires and stuff and werewolves no offense but like human people weren't what i signed up for okay so by the way that's two ghosts that are now haunting you how long do you drive seriously yeah i'm gonna say i probably drive until i hit what looks like a more rural area i'm guessing at least an hour i'm just going to say yeah you're you're driving for probably an hour you hit the more, I guess, rural outskirts of the southern half of the city. And you kind of just stop there for a breather. Because clearly Jerry needs it. You probably need it after driving for an hour. I already did the math. It's seven uh-huh. hours recovery. It's uh, probably around 5.30 now. So the, the sun is starting to set. Oh, shit. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you say that your Muse of Fire activates on its own? occasionally uh, sometimes it can activate on its own yes yeah okay your lighter suddenly lights up in a bigger fireball than you've ever seen so we're talking like <clears throat> probably a two to three foot flame and yeah. it, it does not burn the car but what it does do is it splits out into an innumerable amount of <laughs> flares oh damn we can see the fire right yeah, oh, yeah. Like, like we can all you see can this. See the flame. Yep. Gabriel, I get what you're trying to do, but I'm really not in the mood for a party. I take the lighter and I close it very carefully, uh-huh. and I put it in my pocket, and I pull out a cigarette, and I go <laughs> light it, and I just put it in my mouth, and I I tell Jerry, I'll tell you what, we light these if we survive. The average I'm batting, Gabriel, everything will be dead by the time I get even close. <laughs> Good. You and Val included. Val wants to look for either a hill, a body of water, or a cave. You Perception? actually find a, a cave. So it's a little bit further outside the town. Um, there really are no signs pointing to it. There's no obvious roads, but you're able to find it. Is it large enough for us to drive into? Okay. Yeah. I back the car into the cave. Okay. I will flick my lighter on and see hoping that there's nothing behind us in the cave. There's nothing behind you in the cave. At least nothing supernatural. There's probably a bear. You know what? I like a bear versus a car. <laughs> yeah. We the bear wins. Exactly. She, she's fine. The the amount of damage a deer does to a car, a bear would like wreck, like kill the car <laughs> immediately. You have your own werewolf. Like seriously. Question, because I wound up not needing my second turn last time, did I still lose that point of rage? Actually, you probably gained a rage from seeing Gabriel get, like, beat the smack out of. Uh, so are you all going to try and cover anything? Are you going to turn off the car? What are you going to do? I am going to leave the headlights on, but turn the car off. 
And then I'm going to say, wait here for a bit. I'm going to get out of the car, and I'm going to shift into my Krynos form. Oh, damn. Okay. Jerry, look in the back. See if there's a tarp or something back there. To cover the dead bodies we leave in our wake. Cover the car, you asshole. I also have Metamorph, which is supposed to help me shift. Oh, yeah, it does it immediately, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you you immediately change the crinos form. And then uh, I do a snap. Or worm, right? Or what? Worm. Drugs. Yes. Yeah. A sniff for drugs. I'm a drug dog now. Uh. Yeah. So as you're doing that, the sun's beginning to set. You didn't realize this before, but there is a massive graveyard across the way. Gabriel's kind of like, oh crap, we have to worry about vampires. He didn't take into consideration that it is still technically the Days of the Dead. And wraiths and ghosts are a little bit unhappy about their sacred shrines being desecrated, you know, by the explosions. Natalie, you see this, like, Gabriel and Jerry do not but you literally see ghosts rising from their graves. Would I Would I not just, like, offhandedly sense any of this? Your mind is going nuts. Mm, yeah. Like, you, you feel the presence of literally several thousand spirits. Two of them are strangely close to you. The one that you gooped and the police officer are literally sitting right next to you. Oh, yeah, I knew that. That's part of my problem right now. The police officer's name is Diego. Diego the Wraith. Is is Diego saying anything to me right now? No, he's just looking at you very angrily. All right. <laughs> I get it, man. I get it. Natalie, you sense a hell of a lot of worm. Also, you notice that right about now, all the lights in town just power off. The headlights are the only th- light now. Um, For my damage, I, I rolled my dodge, which I failed miserably. And he hit me on. Mm-hmm. But I never rolled soak. Do you get to roll? Yeah, you do get to roll soak. Go ahead and roll it. Seven successes. Wow. Okay. I'll, I'll say I'm still probably bruised. It doesn't do anything to my dice pool yet, but it leaves me one less health than normal Right. for the coming fight. I, I feel like that's yeah, on that, the bearish that's side of things. You laid on the ground and pretended to be almost dead. While I murdered a man. He did do a little major league soccer time delay. You're a monster. You're just as much of a murderer as I am. Diego is very upset with us. Did you forget to feed your cat before you left or something? He's sitting right here next to me. Imaginary (laughs) friends. Great. Okay. So no tarp? Can you not feel everything happening around us? No, I didn't look for the tarp. I'm sorry. I'm going to turn around, crawl over the seat... Through the seat next to Cody, <laughs> next to Jerry, to look in the back and see if there's a tarp. I'm just trying to cover the shiny parts of the car. Right. Um, really, the headlights are not a concern to you. Well, the front of the car is what I'm covering, so <laughs> there goes those headlights. Uh, Natalie, you get a, a putrid sense of the worm. It is everywhere. It is invading your uh, pores. A green tornado. Uh, so yeah, Val is definitely like, hey, get back. <laughs> Wait, there's a green tornado of what? Souls. And, and you see this too. Like Gabriel's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like, got to get the tarp over the car. Gabriel, Gabriel, Soulnado. I'm like <laughs> in the car through the window to turn off the headlights. What? 
I look back at him and I, I see Jerry seems to be very serious about this. I'm like, oh, whatever. So I look back to the front of the cave and I'll pop a conviction to pull up my my second sight. Yeah. Okay. You definitely see exactly what he's talking about. And oh, <laughs> you, you see uh, Diego and uh, the pilot actually sitting next to Jerry. I have taken to naming the pilot Gleep. Is that the thing from your pants? Right, I ain't got time for this. And I, I go to draw my gun, and I realize I have silver rounds, but even then, a gun's not going to do much. Yeah. <laughs> I pull out one of the, the silvered uh, knives. Do you regularly fight tornadoes with your knives? Like, what are you doing? Get in the car. Just shoot at That's what the president said. Just drop a nuke in it. It'll be fine. All right, so I will give you that the tornado is not coming towards y'all. You notice that it is headed towards the town. And it's not so much a storm as it is just a, a fog of malcontented spirits. We build a giant ofrenda. No, that's going to attract them. But it might appease the spirits and make them less angry. I don't know. Diego's pretty pissed. Can Diego talk to these things? Yeah, send your ghost pet to go do this. Uh, I guess technically Diego could. Actually, Diego, can you talk to them? Diego, I don't want you to talk to them. We don't talk to strangers, right, buddy? Diego speaks Spanish. We also don't want the co- the ghost of the cop that I just murdered to go talk to the other angry ghosts. Good point. He's a cop. He's going to want to protect the city that appears like it might be in trouble. Also good also point. Good point. Yeah. Also, I'm still in my crinos form, so this sounds like... In case things were not bad enough, the sun is all the way down now. And a swarm of bats appears over the the soul fog or soul nato and wolves. I pull out the phone and uh, I start just taking pictures. They're they're not great pictures because this is no like iPhone 12 or nothing. Yep. But I, I start taking uh, pictures of the bats and the wolves. I take the time for a couple of these pictures to go into the paint mode, and I like yep. paint in the soul tornado <laughs> okay so that they can see it and uh-huh. then, like write soul tornado with an arrow <laughs> at the soul tornado right and, uh i am going to text that to a six digit number uh so you might want to know that while you're trying to take pictures of the bats and the wolves there are no bats and wolves in the photo i draw the soul tornado and i draw <laughs> bats and i draw wolves I'm going, I know this looks like nothing. If you were to take a picture of Val right now, would she show up in the photo? Yeah. So it's just those wolves that aren't showing up. Those wolves and bats, yes. They legitimately don't show up in the camera. And so it, it literally is just Val in her crinos form. Are the angry souls angry at the vampires? And if so, is the soul tornado reacting to the presence of the vampire wolves and the vampire bats. Uh, if anything, you would think that the soul tornado is actually getting bigger and feeding off the negative emotions of the vampires. Those bastards. Okay. Hey, Diego, what do you think is going on? Diego coldly stares at you. It's really harsh, Diego. I, I thought we were... I thought we were building a, building a rapport here. I, building a bridge of trust. I get it, though. I get it. 
you are upset because Gabriel faked his injuries and made me kill you. All three of you hear footsteps above the cave. I look up. Above the cave? Yeah, like, so there's there's debris, like a little bit of debris falling on the car. Footsteps. I very calmly switch my knife to my left hand and pull out the Desert Eagle. Diego, you were a cop. You were serve and protect that city. That city is about to get destroyed by a soul NATO that I know you can see and a bunch of vampires and werewolves, I think. I don't know. But if I die, you lose the last anchor you have to this world and you have no chance of protecting that city. Give me a uh, manipulation plus charisma because I will totally grant actually at advantage. Oh, son of a bitch, Cody. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he crosses his arms and kind of signs to you, I'm going to watch as you die. <laughs> All right, Natalie, so as you're looking to see what's going on, your wolf senses just kind of catch the faintest whiff of something, something strangely familiar, actually, and you get out of the way right as... A another Krynos werewolf like swings down from the top and tries to drill kick you, misses and hits the car. Another one. <laughs> this is not a black theory. You don't know what it is, but you know it's another Krynos. I think Val is going to say. I think she's going to again try to position herself between this perceived threat and the car. Like, she's bracing to attack or bracing for impact kind of thing. Like, she's in a ready stance. Why have you attacked us? It looks in the car at Gabriel and Jerry, looks back at you, and kind of does a whimper. And you notice it starts transforming back to human. The, the human form is that of an older woman. And it asks, what are you all doing out here in the middle of this? We had to escape from complications in the city what are you uh, doing out here myself and the rest of the sept are fighting the undead i think we're doing the same thing how can we help how do we stop them well child do you not have any gifts to fight the undead oh what happened to you and like what happened with your first change and you know what we can discuss all this when we're safe let me take you to the the seps, uh, Karen. But what about all the bullshit happening out there? Just trust me. Leave it to the rest of the packmates. So she gets in the car and tells you to start driving the opposite way of the Soul Tornado. I guess Diego and Pilot are still. Oh yeah, they're they're still there right now. Diego is straddling you, Cody, just being like. I look at Gabriel. I'm like, this is your fault. You faked, you faked your injuries. This is your fault. Just try not to kiss him while we're driving. If I kiss him, that is my choice. And uh, I'll start <laughs> following the directions. She uh, tells you, hang on to something. All you see is just pure desert. All of a sudden, there's a green flash. Cody, you suddenly see Diego is uh, not dead. Ooh, well, she said to grab onto something, so I'm going to grab onto Diego's waist. <laughs> You grab onto his waist, but there's nothing there. Like, Diego is no longer there. Neither is Pilot. And what you see in front of you is a massive, I'm talking massive cave, 
that starts going down faster than you would like. Val definitely like braced herself on the dash of the passenger seat, and she's back in her human form, except momentarily she slipped into the glabro form as like they went through the green, and like her nails dug into the dash. You all come to a sudden stop, not super hard, but gentle. A sudden, <laughs> a drop, and a sudden stop. Yep. <laughs> All been uh, she says, get out. Everything's fine. This is a monumental cavern, and in the center is a lake. Natalie, the, the older woman, tells you, come with me. Uh, the other two need to stay here. She uh, essentially tells you, you receive gifts by communing with spirits like this one. And she kind of gestures, and there's a, a light spirit. And she tells you there's a, literally a spirit for everything. There's a spirit for electronics, for like this rock, for the sky. Natalie is gone for probably about two to three hours with y'all just kind of hanging around in that lake. And so they come back. The older woman is carrying a few things in her arm. Um, and so she says, we must get back to the battle. However, as I promised... We need to stack the deck a little bit. You notice that she's holding several things that look like they're wrapped in cloth. Natalie, she kind of walks over to you and hands it to you. And she says, this is a clave. She also hands one to you, Cody, and one to you, Jason. Cody, since you don't want the sword, <laughs> she you see it actually kind of compress until it becomes like a glowing ball. She asks, are you three ready to go? Because the battles are going to be hard. She tells you, all right, let's get back in the car. About halfway through the trip, you will see that flash of green again. Diego and uh, the pilot are right next to you. Diego, if I had the abilities I had when we first met, we would not be in this situation. I lean back and I pat the sword at my side. Yeah, we would have been. Stop that. Don't be a jerk.